This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen has joined 16 other Republican attorneys general in a suit claiming the Environmental Protection Agency is unlawfully letting California set its own vehicle emission standards. The 17 state attorneys general, all Republicans, made the claim in a lawsuit Friday. The attorneys general are challenging the EPA's reinstatement of a Clean Air Act waiver letting California regulate greenhouse gas emissions from motor vehicles under its Advanced Clean Car Program. California established the first tailpipe emission standards in the U.S. in 1966, and the Clean Air Act of 1970 authorized the state to set its own stricter-than-federal vehicle emissions regulations to address air quality issues mainly in Los Angeles, the nation's second-largest city by population, where the sky was often filled with smog due to exhaust from vehicles on its freeways and because of the area's topography. Over the years, the EPA renewed California's waiver more than 100 times, and more than a dozen states adopted California vehicle emissions and fuel efficiency standards instead of the federal government's weaker standards. President Donald Trump's administration revoked California's waiver in 2019, claiming the move would allow automakers to produce far less expensive cars while at the same time making them much safer. Occurred. Joe Biden entered the Oval Office in January of 2021 with the goal of setting climate policy that leads the country to net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. In line with that aim, Biden's EPA Administrator Michael Reagan announced on March 9th the agency had reinstated California's ability to set its own emission standards. The 17 attorneys general claim EPA's restoration of California's waiver is an unlawful show of favoritism. Quote, the EPA cannot selectively waive the Clean Air Act's preemption of California alone because it shows favoritism and it violates the state's equal sovereignty. That's according to West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey. Officials at the Helena Lewis and Clark National Forest said Monday that a grizzly bear was recently caught on camera in the Johnny Gulch area in the Elkhorns south of Helena. The Helena Lewis and Clark National Forest is home to both black and grizzly bears, officials said. They say grizzly bear sightings have been increasing in recent years and people are encouraged to fill out a bear sighting form if a grizzly bear is seen or if there is evidence of grizzly bear presence while in the forest. The information will be used by wildlife biologists to understand better grizzly bear distribution across the forest, officials said. The data are for informational purposes only and will not lead to any bear-specific management changes since that's the responsibility of Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. The University of Montana Institute for Tourism and Recreation Research says the state is bouncing back to pre-pandemic levels, with 12.5 million out-of-state visitors this year spending over $5 billion in the state. The large jump 
is likely due to an increase in car travel and a desire to be in the wide open spaces. The majority of tourists are hailing from Washington, North Dakota, California, and Idaho. Research director Jeremy Sage says, quote, Most of our Montana visitors are largely coming in by vehicle. 85% arrive in their car. Sage continued, So Washington is close and has a pretty large population. California is not as close, but has really got a large population. So that drives a lot of people in this direction. The large influx of visitors is creating staffing shortages, and finding affordable housing for the staff is also a problem. For those kind of staff that are in these tourism-dependent industries, those are big challenges, according to Sage. Gas prices and inflation also pose challenges. County health officials across Montana report seeing a rise in COVID-19 cases. Montana state officials report 719 new COVID-19 cases in Montana in the last week. According to Gallatin City County Health Officer Lori Christensen, quote, we are still dealing with the sublineages of the Omicron variant, which is much more contagious variant that is circulating in the community. Last week's Yellowstone National Park earthquake was the largest in nearly five years. With a magnitude 4.2 earthquake about 23 miles northeast of the east entrance to the park. The earthquake happened in an area known for earthquakes, according to scientists. The University of Utah's seismograph stations reported the earthquake at 7.32 in the morning on May 11th. The quake was felt as far away as Bozeman and is considered light or weak, according to the Yellowstone Volcano Observatory. More than 30 earthquakes with a magnitude of 4.0 or greater have been recorded since 1973 in Yellowstone National Park. The most recent earthquake took place at a depth of 8.7 miles and is the largest since June 15th of 2017 when a magnitude 4.5 happened, according to the... A total of five earthquakes with 3.0 magnitude or greater have occurred within 16 miles of the epicenter of Wednesday's quake since 1962. The largest was a nearly 4.2 earthquake that happened 20 miles northeast of the Fishing Bridge in March of 2008. Fifteen felt reports. Those are tracking forms from the observatory that it uses to track how widely an earthquake was felt were submitted after last week's quake. The Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority has welcomed its newest member to the table as it works to restore passenger service to southern Montana. Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad has joined the authority as an ex-officio member, and since it serves as the primary host railroad, its participation is welcome and likely necessary for the smooth restoration of passenger service. We frequently get asked, where do the host railroads stand with the efforts of the rail authority and passenger rail? That's Authority Chairman Dave Strohmeyer. Quote, any uncertainty is now removed since the primary host railroad associated with the restoration of the North Coast Hiawatha is at the table with us. 
passenger rail advocates in Montana and across the Pacific Northwest currently have a good relation with the region's other host railroads. Strohmeyer continued, BNSF brings a tremendous amount of experience harmonizing passenger and rail operations, and we look forward to working with them as we plan for passenger rail expansion across the region. Jim Tylek, the Assistant Vice President of Passenger Operations at BNSF, will serve as the company's board member. Other ex-official members of the Montana Rail Link include Amtrak, the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Tribes, the Crow Tribe, and the Northern Cheyenne Tribe. Strohmeyer said the authority continues to enjoy forward momentum in its push to restore the old North Coast Hiawatha route, which served as the state's southern tier until the late 1970s. Quote, Already, the authority and BNSF have been discussing opportunities to partner on infrastructure investments, that will benefit both passenger and freight rail, and the future looks bright for collaboration, according to Strohmeyer. That cooperative relationship in Montana has not, however, been universally shared. Most recently, Amtrak sought to restore passenger service along the Gulf Coast, but freight operators CSX and Norfolk Southern resisted, leaving it up to the Surface Transportation Board to settle. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.